Hey everyone, um, so I'm back with another compelling episode of How Do You Solve a Problem Like Mariah. My name is Mariah, creator of this podcast, and you can't actually solve a problem like Mariah, but I'm okay with that. So this is a podcast where we talk about my world, your world, and the world around us to hopefully inspire and just entertain. To start off just again, I want to thank everyone for all their support with this podcast, especially people I'm really close with. My dad actually sent me the cutest message after episode two. He had just listened to the podcast and this is what he said. Just listen to your podcast. It was really good. I think one day you might be famous. Seriously, he's my number one fan. So thanks so much to that dad. That was really uplifting and really boosted my spirits after episode two. What I also wanted to mention is after episode one and talking about my miracle morning, I actually got a snap from one of my friends at 5am a couple of days after to say she was getting up to take time for herself. So how good is that? Um, We should all start that now. And if you do that, just let me know if my talk on a miracle morning inspired you to get up early especially now that the weather is getting nicer it definitely makes it easier to get up at 5am except for the last three weeks that i've had which has been horrific and i'll talk about that soon another life hack that i have for the first part of the podcast is one i'll have a practical one which is actually to write what food you have in your freezer what you've meal prepped down so that You don't keep buying food to then put back in your freezer. I have so much in mine and I now have started writing it all down and it really helps to see what I have and when I want to know what I want for dinner, it's really easy. I don't have to go rummaging through the massive chest freezer that I have. So that could be really handy for people that like to meal prep or just buy heaps of frozen, heaps of meat, freeze it and then don't actually know what they have and keep buying it. Mum this is a perfect one for you FYI so another life hack that I want to talk about is explain what you are doing so people can better understand what you mean so use communication I work in communication and I still don't do this so this is a great life hack for me a one example of this was when I started this podcast I never really explained to my parents what a podcast was and when I asked my mum what she thought of it she was a little bit confused about the whole thing because she didn't really know what a podcast was at all then I really got mad and it all ended up a bit dramatic but really it was because I didn't communicate with her what exactly a podcast was so she was super confused so great life hack make your life easier and communicate with people better before assuming that they'll understand what you're actually trying to do instead of just working that out after you have explained to them what you're trying to do and saves a lot of time and drama so that's a good one good life hack another thing that happened and it's not world news and it's not national news and maybe local news but not even local news town news after i had the gastro that hit me last fortnight that i recorded this like 25 of people of the people in my town had this gastro and it created a crazy fear amongst everyone it was actually insane i'm really really glad that i went to hospital because i think the tablets that i got kind of controlled the situation even if the doctor did think i was pregnant which thanks for that 
And even if he didn't really believe me, and when I did explain to him after the event that five other people that I knew of had it, he still wanted me to do a pregnancy test and he still thought it was my pancreas because I drink too much. So, yeah, it wasn't. Twenty-five other people got it. So that was pretty crazy, pretty hectic. But anyway, that's kind of what's happening in the news in the small town of Newell North. Now, thankfully, we haven't had anyone else fall sick from it yet since. But I also fell sick on Monday and I have a recording of that because I was really traumatized when I woke up on Monday. I'm feeling better now, but I think it turned into bronchitis and it was all a bit messy and I've had a whole week off the gym nearly. I went back on Friday. I gave myself a rest because I couldn't actually breathe at netball when I attempted to play. So one thing we need to learn, if you are feeling sick and you try to do exercise and I know it's really hard to tell your body to stop and have a rest, but I think your body is trying to tell you that you need to rest and I think the thing I struggled with this week was actually resting because I hate when I'm sick and I have a cold usually I sweat it out and it's better for it but because it was in my chest I had to literally force myself to stop and I'm really grateful now I was really hard on myself but I think it's important that we listen to our body and even if it means a couple of days off exercising so we can get better I think it's going to help us in the long run and you know a couple of days isn't going to kill us so take a leaf out of the book that I just created because I don't listen to it but I will from now on and I did this week and I am now thankful because look I wasn't going to put on massive amounts of weight in two days well I hope not that was a good lesson to learn so that'll lead me to segment number two which is my recommendation for the fortnight. And I discovered this uh, during the second week and it was the podcast No Chill. It is an Australian podcast by the Pedestrian Podcast Network or something, they're a media outlet that posts pretty funny articles online. They're pretty interesting to read. It's called No Chill and it's actually really good. It's a new mental health podcast, mainly for women. Well, prominently for women. It's, it's about empowering women and telling them it's fine to have no chill we all have slight mental health problems at some stage in our life we all are hard on ourselves we have self-esteem issues we are constantly the hardest on ourselves and this one is great it's got two women australian women that both have mental health problems and they just are really uplifting and they tell about all their problems and they acknowledge that they things like social media you can see someone might have a really glamorous life and we all post the best of our lives on social media but it's not always the case so they talk in the first episode a bit a lot about social media and being skinny and your weight which is really important and it was really good for me last week when I was feeling sick and not going to the gym and the first episode they had which really this was one of the main things I took out of it was Steph Claire Smith and she talks about she's a model and she's absolutely gorgeous holy shit and she talked about her problem with binge eating and it just check it out it's really interesting podcast i think they're gonna have six episodes they've launched episode number one and i'm already hooked and also led me to steph claire smith who is bloody hot and naturally beautiful so Thanks for alerting me to your Instagram because I have been stalking her ever since. Yeah, it's a good podcast. I would really check it out, especially if you are looking for a new one as well, apart from this one. Because if you're listening to it, please subscribe to it. Thank you. 
and this leads to the antics of the fortnight and surprisingly they are not from me i have two stories to tell one i'm going to let my friend Alyssa in spain tell it uh, i did ring her and she did i tried to record the phone call but apparently you need an app for that and screen recording does not have sound and voice memory does not let you record on the phone so i have to attend to that but she's put a piece together so let's hear from Alyssa first about her spain antics which are amazing and i'm super jealous that i'm not there with her but um let's let's hear from Alyssa. Uh, so first of all, I just want to say that I'm very grateful of being on uh, Mariah's podcast. I'm very proud of her. So yes, basically the Spanish antics have begun. Uh, so on Saturday night, um, I decided to go out on the town um, after a 10 p.m. dinner as that's what the Spanish do here, which I'm only just getting used to now. Uh, so basically, I was going to meet some friends out at a club at around uh, like midnight, but I wanted to go and check out a rooftop bar. So I thought, you know what, I'll go and tick one of those off my list, have a drink and just chill out a bit before I go and meet them. So I headed into the city. Um, I got to the entrance of this rooftop bar and the security first told me that it would be 20 euros to get inside. And this that's like 30 Australian dollars. I was like, uh, that is very expensive. Um, now I'm, you know, reconsidering going in or not. I had a bit of a chat with him, put on my best Australian face, put on my flirting eyes. I don't know what you call them, but luckily he literally was like, uh, yeah, no, that's okay. I think um, we're having a nice conversation and you look nice tonight. So I'll let you inside because I'm security and I can do what I want. So um, I, yeah, he let me up for free, which was great. I then got up to the top of the rooftop bar. It was really pretty. There was plants everywhere, um, flowers everywhere, and just overlooking the center of Madrid. And so I had a bit of a wander and then I went up to the bar, they grabbed the menu and I was having a look through the cocktail menu and um, yeah, all of a sudden this guy just peered over my shoulder and, and asked what I was thinking of ordering. And anyway, we got chatting, he was really lovely, he was actually um, American, um, so when, yeah, when he first started chatting I automatically assumed that he was just travelling here, which he, he was. He was here with a big group for a wedding. So I was chatting to him for a while. He ended up inviting me to um, like go and join him and his group of friends um, at the bar with them. So I did. So I was sort of hanging out with all these Americans. Um, he was just, you know, shouting me uh, 20 euro cocktails, which was definitely a great, great move because, um, yep, that would have cost me a lot of money. Uh, so they were really lovely. I was um, having a few few drinks with them. But then all of a sudden they invited me to the wedding, like the actual reception wedding, um, which was on the Saturday, this um, the day after. So 
I, you know, I sort of just laughed and was like, oh, I might feel a little bit uh, weird if you, if I am coming to some stranger's wedding. So I'll let you know, but, you know, thanks for the invite, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that was, that was nice. But I think um, this is a, you know, life tip 101. If you head out to a rooftop bar or, I don't know, a bar or a club or whatever by yourself, random things just seriously happen. Just random shit happens. So just go by yourself sometimes and just give it a crack. Um, so anyway, I got to this club, met, met up with these... Um, like Spanish friends that I'd met like the week before, the week previously. And then I was speaking with them and um, basically um, they had so many other Spanish people there and they were asking what I did for work and I said that I was an English teacher. So next thing you know, I'm like networking in the club, just getting people's numbers and telling people that I charge 20 euros an hour for English lessons. So... You know, um, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Then, um, you know, had a few drinks by this point. I was, you know, in a, enjoying enjoying myself, enjoying the music. And um, as I was leaving the club, I all the girls here in Spain, they wear like these giant platform heels. So, you know, I had to blend in with the crowd and wear my platform heels out, obviously. So I was leaving the club and I don't know how I managed to do so but I sprained my ankle um not once but twice uh so there were two cracks two cracks in that story and that was just not a fun time um when I I was with a friend and um we we're sitting down and then uh I had my foot rested up on the the, the park bench basically yeah resting it because I couldn't all of a sudden I couldn't walk um and this girl comes over and um somehow the night has turned into that I'm a lesbian which um is not a fact at all but I'll that's fine so I took this random compliment and then basically I got home it was 7am birds were chirping sun was shining um I the Spanish family that I'm currently staying with, they have an alarm set. So I have to put in the alarm when I enter and uh, leave the house. And as I was like putting in the, putting in the numbers, um, I was obviously doing it too fast. So like I, it kept beeping. So I, I kept like playing with all the buttons and it kept beeping. And basically the next morning, the the Spanish dad was like, ah, oh, did you have some trouble? Because, you know, in the morning, like, you didn't wake us up. But we just kept hearing, like, beep, 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 beep. And I'm just, I just said that I was, yeah, doing it too fast. And, you know, sorry about that. Um, but basically, I was too embarrassed to tell them that I'd sprained my ankle. So I snuck downstairs to the um, freezer downstairs and... Cause I didn't want to go into the, into the main kitchen to get some, like some ice to put on my ankle for the night. So I snuck downstairs and there was no like frozen peas or frozen, you know, anything. There was just frozen, uh, pieces of meat. And I thought, well, that's just going to have to do, unfortunately. So I, you know, took a piece of frozen meat, put it in a, chucked it in a sock 
put my sock on and kept it on my ankle um, during the night slash morning. Woke up like six hours later and I had meat blood uh, covered all over my ankle and my bed and myself uh, because it had melted through the glad wrap, which, you know, don't know why a frozen piece of meat would melt overnight. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was basically my big Saturday um, antic for uh, Mariah's podcast, and I hope um, you guys in, enjoyed that one. Until next time. <laughs> okay, could not actually stop laughing when she told me that, especially the meat. Uh, this is so gross, so funny. Hopefully. She's all recovered, but I definitely want to have her back on because she's having a lot of fun and meeting a lot of people. So that was from Alyssa. And now I just want to tell you a story. I actually have an update. My two friends, Brittany and Ashley, are over in Europe. Brittany, nicknamed Brat, for reasons you will understand. They're in Europe. They're going for Oktoberfest, but they first have started in London and... Let me just play this little snippet. Um, they're sending me some updates because I know I told them that people want to hear the Europe antics. So let's just hear this little snippet first and I'll go into what they got up to next. So today's our first day in London. We arrived at 6am after traveling for 28 hours. We're a bit puffed. We have the tequila puffs. Um, we decided tonight we'd just have a quiet night in. Um, this way. No. Yep, this way. That one? Yep. You reckon? Yep. Don't get hit by the taxi. Um, just, you know, we didn't want to go out every night in London because... That's great street. Yep, we've got to go up and then left. We don't want to have a big one every night in London. Um, with October Fed first ahead of us. So we just had a few quiet drinks at dinner, went back to our uh, hostel, had a few quiet drinks slash shots. There and now we're on our way to the nightclub. So TBC. Um, we'll let you know how the night ends up. Catch ya. Okay, so yeah, night one and already in the club. I think they were okay that night. I think they had a good time. And the next day they did some sightseeing and had a quiet night. Uh, even though, yeah, like they said, they weren't planning on going out that much in London. So um, I heard from them Sunday. Today is Sunday. I heard them from them this morning. They FaceTimed me and I did screen record it. But obviously we've worked out the sound doesn't work. And... I can't play it to you, but I can summarise their night. So they caught up with some people from back home who were travelling Europe and had a great night and made a lot of friends with some uh, English people. And then they ended up having kebabs uh, at a kebab place before going home. And I think they said that was pretty late, so maybe 5am. And they were eating kebabs and having... Well, sorry, they ordered their kebabs and Brittany ordered hers and Ash ordered hers sorry and she said okay well your kebab's this much and she goes don't have any money 
and she goes, don't have my bag, don't have any money. Usually, Brittany, when she says she doesn't have her bag or her money, it, she says it a lot. So at the time, Ash was like, okay, I'll just pay for it. I ate their kebabs, and then they worked out Brittany actually didn't have her bag or her money. She had lost it, and she's claiming she was robbed. Robbed without knowing, possibly at the kebab place or possibly before. She has no idea. But apparently the kebab owner was very sad for them and was trying to help them with the bag. But anyway, it, it's gone. And it was a Mimco too. So if anyone that knows Mimco knows it was probably a decent little bag. I, th I have a feeling it was just a little coin purse because Ashley gave that to her with all faith that she would lose it so that was a bit that was smart and then they get a black tuk-tuk home with no bag of Britney so Ash had to pay and the driver wanted more than the $30 that Ash had Ash was like well I've my friends had her bag stolen and this is all I got so please don't ask me for any more money and I think he was happy. She said it was only up the road anyway, so I don't know why he was trying to get as much money as he could. On the actual ride, uh, Brittany was eating someone else's McFlurry as well. And, um, yeah, they get home and Brittany still doesn't have a bag. And she's <laughs> she was robbed. So, uh, robbed, yeah, I guess we'll call it robbed. So I told her if she gets robbed again, she's not allowed to go to Oktoberfest. So I've told them that we want um, Oktoberfest updates. I probably won't get them until after they've been to Oktoberfest. And they will be extremely interesting. I, I know that will be entertaining. But uh, please be careful, girls. And, and Ash also taught me some lessons from London, which I'll have to remember. One of them was that people in London don't obey the pedestrian crossing. Even when it says don't cross, they cross. And it's acceptable to ride Razor scooters everywhere. She saw a man in a business suit on a Razor scooter. So apparently that's a thing. And they, they park them out front of their apartments to the fence. They tie them to the fence. So Razor scooters are a thing. There was one other that I can't remember. So I'll have to get it from her and try and record something to put on the next episode or I'll just tag it to the end but she's learnt a lot and I hope to god and oh another thing before they actually went out they didn't know when their flight was whether it was the next morning or the Monday morning so they had to check that when they got home at five o'clock in the morning and luckily it's not until Monday so thank god they have one more day to recover and hopefully maybe find a Mimco if anyone is listening from London, which I highly doubt it, but if you find a Mimco and a cash passport and an ID, please let me know. I'm not really sure what I can do, but hopefully she finds it. Does have her ID. Luckily, Ash had her passport. Stay safe, please, girls. Okay, so let's stop with the antics of my friends. Um, the only things I've really done is I did go out after our local presentation night and I did get home very early in the morning and that's probably how I got sick but there's no real antics to report that are worth it so anyway let's go into something a little bit more motivational so there's this video and it's a, it's an old TED talk actually and it's called how great leaders inspire action 
it's in the video it talks about the companies and how they succeed and how they do so is not only do they explain the what and the how so what they're doing and how they're doing it but they're explaining why they're doing it and this why is what attracts people to buy their products and Apple are great at it. You know those incredible videos that Apple do. They're explaining the why in every aspect of those videos. And they're not just saying what they've got. So they have a phone, how they made this phone. But they're explaining why it, why you need it and why it'll have impact on your life and how it'll change your life and why. So they're just one really good example of this why and explaining the why. And what I got out of this video is, yeah, it's great for my job and my work and always trying to explain the why before I explain anything else. But um, for everyone else, let's just think about why ourselves. Like why, why do we do the things we do and why are we here? What is our purpose? Why do we get up every day? And I think if you look at the why in your life, you will wake up every day knowing exactly why you're here and what is going to drive you and what are your passions. So I just want you to take time to think about the why and form a purpose. So what is your purpose and why? And I explained mine in my first ever episode and mine is to educate. And it's not from being a teacher, but it's through my writing or this podcast or anything I do I don't need to teach people but simply just educate them so we can all make our own decisions I think it's really important that we take control of our lives but some people or a lot of people don't know really where to begin or where to start so I think if you can educate someone with your knowledge then it'll inspire others and this is can work towards whatever your goals are and what you want to achieve. And if you can answer your why, then there is like no stopping you from doing whatever you want. And if people question you why, you have the answers. So let's just, yeah, if, if you know your why, um, let me know your why because I want to know what everyone else, what gets you up in the morning. And sometimes it can be just a simple answer it doesn't have to be complicated you don't have to an- overanalyze it just think about why you are here and why you want to be the best person you can be let me know what your why is all right so okay so we're about at the end nearly and if you have any questions if you want to talk about anything or if you want to contact me you can so do so by emailing me at mariah underscore machinist 22 at msn.com or you can comment on any of the podcasts or message me on Facebook. My Instagram is at ryanmac22 and my travel Instagram is at a traveler's antics. So even if you just want to message me, have any questions or you want me to talk about something in particular because I love I like to research things and I like to learn new things so if you want me to try and learn something I'll give it a go and yeah we can talk about whatever as I get to the end all right so now we'll go to the inspiring quote I have for the fortnight it's a little bit longer um it's 
by the author of The Great Gatsby, F. Scott Fitzgerald. This is his quote. He says, For what it's worth, it's never too late, or in my case too early, to be whoever you want to be. There's no time limit. Start whenever you want. You can change or stay the same. There are no rules to this thing. You can make it the best or the worst of it. I hope you make the best of it. I hope you th see things that startle you. I hope you feel things you've never felt before. I hope you meet people who have a different point of view. I hope you live a life you're proud of. And if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start over again. So I've found this one, oh, I think it was a month ago. And yeah, it's, it's a really good quote. It's pretty much just to tell you that you can be who you want. You can do who you want. No. <laughs> You can do that too if you want to. <laughs> it's just, it's a great quote because it, it makes you realise that it's, you have a lot of time and to get where you want, you don't need to wait. You just start and things don't always go the way you want them to, but that's, that's what it's about. So that's a really great quote. I'll post the photo of it in the show notes. And yeah so now i just want to share with you the blogs that i have posted for the fortnight i had one on brunches in melbourne dessert brunches to be exact and if you need any brunch inspiration they're great starts so definitely check them out now i think at cafe code 21 i actually share my article so that was awesome and sometimes i, I email the businesses and they give me really great feedback so check those out and my blog from this week is how to organize yourself for traveling so in terms of planning and researching travel more where you want to go and what you want to do i've got some great websites that you can check out which will be really helpful and then i'm going to work on a podcast book and some great motivational podcast that I think everyone should check out so that one will be coming out soon as well so wait for that one and that's pretty much it for me um I'll play a couple of recordings I have from the week and you can check those out I didn't do a lot this week because I was feeling a bit off and horrible um with the gastro and then bronchitis so it's been a bit of a slow time for me check those out and before I leave don't forget always love yourself because if you don't no one else can just remember that one and I will see you in a fortnight all right gotcha I woke up this weekend sick again some kind of cold this is actually doing my head in I had felt sick last Monday with gastro the Monday before my glands were swollen and this Monday, I have gone downhill dramatically. If anyone knows of anything I can do to stop getting sick every week, please let me know. I'm dying. Okay, so in the last fortnight of this podcast, I've been home for most of eight weeks, eight weekends, uh, for the local football netball finals. Um, the footballers were in and the reserves won the grand final as I said last time and I think one of the things that you really take for granted is community involvement and 
this year I took on a role within the committee at the club and it was hard because I lived in Melbourne but I really really enjoyed being part of the small town community vibe even though I was in Melbourne and most of the time I didn't go during the season a lot in the last eight weeks I have and it has been exhausting and I can't wait to stay in Melbourne for weekends but I think the presentation night that we had last weekend it just makes you realize and be super grateful for that small town community atmosphere that you're a part of and it's one that you can't find in a lot of towns or a lot of areas unless you're part of something like a sporting community or any kind of activity that involves a lot of people within the same area and I'm so lucky to have grown up in that environment from when I was born pretty much and my dad played footy up until this year which I won't be doing it next year just because it is so hard but I know no matter what you have people that come back and no one forgets them and they come back and it's like they never left and always a part of that because you grew up in it and it's your life and everyone knows everyone and it's just really special to be a part of it and um I think it's great even if you do live in Melbourne or in a big city to get part of local groups and just bond with people that way because it's just one thing that you can never experience it until you're part of something like that so I just want to express my gratitude for being part of such a great community atmosphere for all of my life and I know even though I'm not actively involved in it next year that that's my home and that's my club that I've been part of for so long and everyone will always welcome me and welcome anyone that has left and comes back to visit so yeah that's just one of the great things that happened within the fortnight even if I was really sick and everyone else got gastro that was a great community involvement 25 people getting gastro it's nothing like sharing that around um but yeah never take for granted the small communities that you're a part of